All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. The Big Meg. Welcome back to The Big Mig Show. I am your host, Lance Miliacho, with the ever hardworking and diligent George Valentine. I like to call him Big G, my co-host at my side. Uh, we are back, tip of the spear. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. And you know on this show we can get obnoxious and we will tell you exactly what you most likely don't want to hear. We're going to bring the receipts. We're going to bring you the guests that can prove up and back up what they have. Uh, it's easy enough to attack, attack George and myself. Not so easy when you bring you the people that are directly in the fray, have the direct information, and can support it with facts. We're going to be doing that tonight. But first, I think before we get into that, we've got to talk about what's going on with this border. I mean, George, uh, we've heard rumors of potential terrorist attacks imminent by multiple agencies within the federal government. It's concerning, but at least for the big MIG mafia, the big MIG subscribers and listeners, uh, I hate to say it, but we told you so. We've been telling you that for months. George, how many guests have we had on here focused on telling everybody exactly what's going to happen and what's going on? How many? Um, I don't know, Lance, too many to even count. I mean, we've been saying this for months now about what's going to be happening on our border, what's coming in, the terrorism. Whether today was, we're going to, we'll play the video and we'll get into that. I don't want to um, talk about that yet, whether, what, what kind of attack it was, but yeah, it just I so mean, happens to be Thanksgiving tomorrow, no. though, right, Lance? Just so happens to be Thanksgiving tomorrow. Today yeah. is one of the biggest days of the year where people are actually out traveling. So it could be a start of something i don't know yeah george throw up media one as you know a term that we coined on this show oh, george and myself border getting it's now in the urban dictionary uh you guys should be taking this to heart you are looking at an unprotected border and forget this bs listening to the press secretary listening to kamala harris or joe biden i mean she's supposed to be the border czar i still don't think she's even been to the border yet it's ridiculous these kind of things and what's going on there should not be happening. And our government, on both sides of the aisle, forget defending any side of it. They're both responsible. You guys have to wrap your head around that. Liberals and conservatives alike have to unite. This government is not to be trusted, and our two guests tonight are going to go further into it. So everybody knows about the news. Rainbow hey, Bridge and explosion. Go ahead, George. Before I interrupt, before we go any further, um... I know we got a big show tonight, and we don't forget things, but we want to give a little shout-out to the sponsors. I actually was going to do that right after I do this intro. Oh. <laughs> All right, go I'm going to go into that. I just want to get this off my chest because I've been choking on this. So, look, it may be an accident. They're saying the car entered the checkpoint at a high speed, was airbound. 
Uh, we've got the video. We've got the picture. So George, throw up media too. So they shut down the bridge. This was an explosion at the checkpoint. Now, I don't understand. Let's say theoretically the right it was an accident. Why was somebody entering the checkpoint at such high speed? Good now, question. that's let's face it. If you were in. Yeah. Just the image of the Oops. aftermath. Media three is the aftermath video. And then the, the next item, George, would be the video that Aaron sent us. I'd like to put that up. You also. want to put the, all right, let's put the bridge media. media. That was my fault. That's okay. Jumping the gun there. You got the aftermath of the video. You want the aftermath actually, or the bridge first? Or the let's explosion. do the bridge first. Let's do it. We didn't let's have that earlier. Aaron, one of our guests tonight, was kind enough right. to, to supply it. He just caught it on NBC, I think. So here is the video. It's really not that long. Let it play back for a couple of seconds. Yeah. Should probably take the GIF out. It's okay. Where'd the car hit? Is this the one where it shows it gets hit? Oh, in the background over there, flying. Yeah, it's over in the back corner, George. It's a little difficult to see. It's obviously Dude, that car scary. was traveling fast. Wow. Now, why were they traveling so fast is such a question. Now, the roads were slippery, but I don't think that adds to it. Now, George, the next video shows a little bit of the aftermath of the explosion. That first image was the explosion itself. Uh, look, it could be an accident, but I'll bet you Aaron, who's had a couple of tours overseas, will tell you the same thing I would tell you that normally people don't an enter checkpoints at high speeds unless they have malintent. Ready? So. Hold Yo, on. go Steve, tell them to come back, come back. Yeah, that video stopped. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why it's not tracking. I don't know. All right, well look, here's the deal. First of all, I wanna thank our sponsors before I bring our guests in, seaofmod.com, patriotic apparel. Obviously holidays are here. They've got Black Friday sales going on right now, up to 40% off. Get over there. Support the co company. They are not woke. They are not part of the DEI agenda. They are a patriotic a company that puts their money where their mouth is. And I want to thank Old Glory American Pilsner uh, from Tennessee. If your liquor store does not carry it, ask them to bring it in. It's a great, crisp, fresh product. We appreciate their support. We also appreciate the fact that they support veterans and especially fallen veterans through folds of honor every uh product you buy from them some of that money goes back to supporting veterans in need and their families that is old glory american pilsner so let's get into this tara rodas she's been a public servant for more than 20 years 17 of which were dedicated to the federal inspector general the ig community 2021 tara answered a humanitarian call I'm not sure now she doesn't regret that because what she had to learn is, uh, in my opinion, just absolutely incredible. Uh, this was for the Biden administration. Uh, it was to help the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services show urgent efforts to care for and place migrant children entering the U.S. via the southern border with their sponsors and or family members. While serving on this detail at HHSS Unaccompanied Children UC program, and we're gonna be referring to that UC program quite a bit tonight, so Unaccompanied Children is what that stands for. She discovered that children were being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruited in home country. 
smuggled to the U.S. border and ends when HHS delivers a child to a sponsor. Some sponsors are criminals, traffickers, and members of transnational criminal organizations, or as Aaron likes to call it, cartels, so that the normal person understands what that means in a transnational. April 26, she testified at the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Immigration, Integrity, Security, and Enforcement hearing and said, whether intentional or not, it can be argued the U.S. government has become the middleman in a large-scale, multi-billion-dollar child trafficking operation run by bad actors seeking to profit off the lives of children. Now, I'm going to jump the gun here and tell you that I think it's intentional, but we'll let Tara tell you herself and Aaron tell you himself. Tara is now known as the HHS whistleblower who exposed government-sponsored, taxpayer-funded child trafficking. Uh, she is also part of the Suspendables team, and you know who they are, and you know we've had many of them on the show, so you know how we feel about the Suspendables. Uh, Kyle Serafin, one of our close friends. Okay, Aaron. So Aaron Stevenson, eight-year USMC veteran with three tours in Iraq, uh, two-and-a-half-year DOD contractor, three tours in Afghanistan, nine years with Department of Homeland Security federal employee, CBP, USCIS, all intelligence. He blew the whistle also, and you know how they feel about whistleblowers. They're supposed to be protected, but, of course, that is not the game our government plays. HHS giving, uh, you know, again, unaccompanied minors to watch listed transnational organized criminals, which, again, I'll refer to them all being cartel members. You know, we've exposed the cartel on this show many times, and tonight will be no different. Uh, there's Department of Homeland uh, Security asylum corruption. There's Department of Homeland Security bringing in Afghan terrorists during the fall of Cabal. Now, that's another story in itself that we've talked about previously. You have to look at the corruption here, right? This isn't just uh, the people at the border. It's coming from the top down. My Orcus is guilty of violating his oath to protect our border from all enemies, foreign and domestic. The hearings have happened. The information's out there. And the worst part is it's still not fixed. So, George, without any further ado, let's bring our guests on. Um, hold on, Lance. Let's put, our, put your yes, thumbnail sir. up so we can show them. What we got yeah. going on? Yep, we, we always like to pop with the thumbnail, a little proactive. I had to throw that. I had to throw the police tape around it because right. I think what we're right. in is the middle of one of the largest crime scenes in American history. Right. Coming in, all four of us. Here we go. Welcome. There you are, Aaron Stevenson, Tara Rodas, and what do they call you? Double Trouble. What is the nickname you've been given by the Suspendables? There's a name you guys were given. I see Aaron laughing. What is that nickname, Tara? Tell us. Yeah, it's double trouble. Kyle Serafin nicknamed Aaron and me that. So yeah, Ooh, double trouble. I like that. He, oh, he always has a witty quip, old Kyle. I got to tell you, he's fast on the tongue. Him and his pal Dan Bongino are known to to, to throw down a, a fast and furious. Uh, listen, so for everybody that's on the show, how I got on uh, got familiar with these two whistleblowers, and I would call them heroes for what they're doing. Uh, it's from the police state, the documentary. I, I just want to plug it right now for a minute for Dinesh. Go out, buy it, buy the DVDs, give them to your non-woke family, stocking stuffers. Get over there and watch the video, support this, because this kind of exposure is so necessary, because if it wasn't for Dinesh, I may not have identified the importance of what Tara and Aaron were doing. 
and, and, and the story even beyond what they had time for in police state. Because what you're going to hear tonight, guys, about child trafficking and the U.S. government's involvement, it should shock you. It sh you should be appalled. It should make you angry. And it should make you want to take action, which the great part about these two is that I'm going to give them an opportunity then. They've got something that will give you a call to action. So hopefully you can put some, some pressure on these corrupt DC. I don't even, you know, I don't, the, the things I want to say are so full of four letter uh, cursing. You know, I'm from Fort Run, the Bronx. I, the problem is for me, it's all an adjective, an adverb, pronoun. When I'm talking about people I don't like, it's the first thing I want to do, but I am doing my best not to curse as much as I used to. Um, you guys, wow. So Tara, I'm going to start with you. And then you guys can kind of talk about how you met. Tara, what got you, like, when you first got on top of this, what was the first moment that you realized, like, holy shit, this is a major problem? Yeah, so I volunteered for the mission, and I thought I was just going to be putting children with their family members. I mean, HHS sells this as family reunification. So I was doing whatever they needed. I'm like, hey, here I am. Send me whatever it is you need. So I was escorting children around and coloring with them and talking to them. My husband's from El Salvador, so I'm a Spanish speaker. I've been to El Salvador and Mexico and Guatemala, so, you know, I can speak the language. And I was having a lot of fun just escorting the children around. But, you know, they weren't, they weren't very talkative about their journey at this point. And it wasn't until I got in case management, they put out an urgent call that they needed people to help process the cases. And they needed people to, you know, kind of help with moving things along. And so you know, I have a background in project management. And I thought, you know, hey, I can help move things. we got to get these kids to their families, right? Well, it didn't take two weeks in case management to realize that when the children started talking about what had really happened to them and who they were going to, <clears throat> that they didn't know them. So it was June of 2021 when we reported the first suspicious sponsor. So this guy would, had sponsored at six different addresses. We had no idea there was trafficking going on in the program. When I mobilized, I didn't know one child had ever been trafficked through the program. But it took us two weeks in case management to figure it out, me and the team. It wasn't just me. There's other incredible whistleblowers, Deborah White, and Myra Moreno, you know, they were also on the site. And yeah, two weeks. And it was a horrible revelation. It was just, again, I cannot express that when I've been a public servant for more than 20 years for the federal government, I'm very proud of my service until I was sitting on the Pomona Fairplex, realizing that I was on the wrong side. And that was a terrible, terrible revelation. And you know, so I hope I, they get held accountable. I think so many people have gone into public service or some of the things they do, and I like to call it bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I think there are many that have gone in there with good intent. You have stayed the righteous path. So many go to the dark side. They find out the corruption, and then they want to participate in the corruption. I think that's how you see our congressional members end up with such fabulous wealth on these small paychecks. You know, they make $6 million in their lifetime, and they amass $200 million in net worth, as did as Diane Feinstein did. 
uh, it doesn't make any sense, right? So we know the corruption's there. They try to hide it. It's been pretty difficult for them. But here you are, you go into it with all the best intent, and then to find out that you're actually supporting, which I'm going to guess at this point, is the largest child trafficking organization in, in, the, in the United States, is the U.S. government. And, the and, it, and it's probably appalling. Aaron, I'm going to switch over to you for a second, and then I'm going to have George comment. Um, tell me, so when was the first moment that you realized, wow, I might, I might really be looking at something here that is much more than just a mistake. This is seriously criminal. March 2021. Um, so March 2021 is when I received the, uh, the second, what's called an, uh, it's just basically an encounter message. And I'm going to get a little technical, but I'll be pretty quick. So that thing you said earlier, transnational organized criminals or just cartels, there's a watch list program to where we can find these guys and we know what they're doing and what's going on with them. So if you're watch listed in this program, if you go to jail, if you get pulled over by a cop, if you get an immigration benefit, if you fly into the country or fly near the country, we know what's going on. We know who you are. We know your name, date of birth, your alien number, your fingerprints, everything. And so- um, I'm sorry, what is that program called, Aaron? What's the name for that? Transnational Organized Crime Program. Okay, gotcha. Pro Go program record, uh, DOJ, Department of Justice, they are the executive agent. They're the ones that gotcha. actually are the, the, the conduit for it all. So um, I've been on this thing, getting all these encounter messages going back to, what was it, uh, 2016. And it was, you know, not that much rampant. It was kind of a slow building thing. Um, as Trump came president, he added on MS-13, 18th Street Gang. So we started seeing a lot more of activity within USCIS. But February 2021, one comes across that I just compound. I don't want to even look at really it. The reason for the encounter message, because again, normally it would say like, you know, USCIS encounter for a work authorization or something like that. All it says is a code which said six USC 279 UAC sponsor. And I just, whatever, I don't know what that means. I kept, you know, kept doing my job. And then a month later, I see another one with that same code inside the encounter reason. And I was like, okay, I saw that before. What is that? So I copy and paste it and I look at my, my inbox, which has every single talk encounter going back to 2016. And uh, only two popped up, the one from that month in March and the one from, you know, back in February. And that was it. This is like five years now of information, only two of these things ever popped up before. So I figured like, this must be a new code or something. I have no idea what the hell this even is. So I Google it, right? And I come back with this program of HHS and this unaccompanied alien child program. And I like, why would an MS-13 member be trying to sponsor a child? And it was like, wait a minute. Why would an MS-13 member be trying to sponsor a child? And that's kind of when the alarm bells went off. So in April, I saw a third one. That's three and three months. And it's like, okay, now we're seeing a pattern of what's actually happening. And the reason why this is a big deal is this. This talk watch list at the time is capped at 40,000 people. So the terrorism, terrorism watch list has no cap. There's no limit to how many people can be on there. There's over a million identities on the terrorism watch list. Talk watches, though, is managed and maintained and withheld to 40,000. Now, border crossings per month, if you don't recall at the time, was about a quarter million per month. And we're still hitting those same numbers right about now. So with all these people coming over at this huge, huge rate, I'm seeing these, these this very small microcosm of people that are on this watch list trying to get kids. And the big thing about it is this. Um, if you're on this watch list and if you're being deported in this process, you make your fake asylum claim like, oh, if I get sent back home, I'm going to be killed. If you made that claim, you were to come off the watch list. So at the same exact time that this watch list is a very, very small fraction of the total population of bad guys, 
you could come off very, very easily. And every single person that I found on this watch list trying to get a kid was in this process. It took a manual review. It's a human thing. So it took a little bit more time. And that's how I came across this all. So by the time I sat down uh, in July, 2021, did the interview, uh, there was eight people all together trying to, you know, eight gang members, eight cartel members trying to get these kids. By the time that video got released in August, there was a ninth member. And by the time I went public about a different thing, that was in October, there was a total of 12 aliens on the talk watch list, all in defensive asylum, trying to get these kids. And that's how I came to know about it. So you both find out you obviously are shocked and appalled and obviously extremely worried about what's going on. And, and you know the right thing is to bring it to your supervisors, bring it to leadership. One of the things you do is testify in front of Congress. And I'm, I'm kind of jumping around because I know that's not the timeline, but let's talk about leading up to the, your testimony in Congress. Tara, what were your steps? Because obviously at this point, you're a little panicked. You told me that you identified some individuals that had actually taken in and I don't want to say taken in, I don't know if that's the right word, uh, you know, uh, used 20 different children, had an opportunity and took 20, the same person, same phone number, same location, 20 children that HHS just turned over. Is that correct? Am I right? Oh, some places, they have now reported more. Evidently, HHS wow. retaliated against one person who had released a hundred people, she reported, a hundred children went to an address. One address. One address. And, and I gave, in June of 2021, after we reported that first suspicious sponsor, and then Debbie finds, one of the other people on the site, she finds the congressional hearings. And I realized they knew like for a decade, they've been trafficking kids through the program. And I thought I was gonna vomit. I mean, it's like my molecules wanted to fly apart. And I, we just then, we knew what the flags were. We were like, okay, if somebody's sponsoring multiple children, we need to find out about that. If somebody is sponsoring from multiple sites, we need to know about that. If somebody is sponsoring at different addresses or if they're sponsoring multiple children, uh, if they have household members who have sponsored children or are currently sponsoring children. So we started to realize what the flags were and then it's just like everything just was, was right there. And we put forward in just, I mean, in less than five months, it probably would have affected the number of cases that we put forward. It was hundreds and hundreds of children that that were being affected and when i brought this to the my boss okay who was the director of the federal case management team she had appointed me to be her deputy of the federal case management team and i said hey look because one of the case managers comes running up to me and says hey this bad address where we've sent these kids in austin where we had like 109 kids on a block that we had already put to HHS OIG for investigation, to Homeland Security investigations to investigate, and they were gonna send another child there. And sure. I, I was like, no way. So I go down to the command center, she's there, and I'm like, hey, look, look, I know I work for you. You know, I'm trying to be respectful. I'm taught to be nice. I said, but have you considered, you know, this, this address is under investigation. How is it gonna look if we 
release another child there. And this is really trafficking. And she said, Tara, Tara, she said, you know, we only get sued if we keep kids in care too long. We don't get sued by traffickers. Are you clear? We don't get sued by traffickers. So that is the response of the attorney at the United States government. We don't get sued by traffickers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally if I was not in the room and had she not said that to me, I don't think I could believe that a federal employee could be that callous towards vulnerable children who I've seen screaming for their parents, who I've watched have panic attacks. It's totally, it's totally absurd, this circus that's going on with HHS on Capitol Hill, that no one can give an account for over 85,000 children missing. That, that they'll claim, you know, that they admit. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting uh, and it's criminal when you know about a crime and you continue in the perpetuation of that crime, it's called misprisions of a felony and it's concurrent criminal enterprise and that prosecutor is guilty of it. We were talking on our radio show this morning, George, sovereign immunity and how much it sucks. These <laughs> government officials think they're untouchable. I want you to comment, George, because I know we went in deep on the show this morning. I mean, we're just seeing it from time, from it's actually coming to light now with Trump because how our judicial system is so corrupt that no one's being held accountable. But this has actually been going on for a very, very long time from down from the county level to the state level. Now you've seen it from the all the way on top of the federal level, but it's been happening, but it's just now people are seeing it because of Trump. So nothing will get, nothing gets done. And do we take responsibility for allowing this to happen for so long? Probably we should, but now with tech, everything is more out in the open where people, they just can't hide. So, yeah. you know, Lance. It's disgusting. I OIG, mean, look. Lance. Lance for OIG. Yeah, I'm not qualified. The, the joke within our circle of friends, including General Flynn and others, is Lance the Grim Reaper Miliacho, which was one of my old handles, OIG. Uh, I'm not qualified, but I can guarantee you this. You won't buy me with dark money, foreign money, or uh, uh, corrupt book deals. Uh, at the end of the day, I, that's the whole problem, right? There's no accountability for a for a, somebody with a legal background to give you that response and say that we're not going to get sued. Uh, not only is it is it absolutely criminal, it's disgusting. Uh, the, their job is to protect the children, not to put them in situations. But that just shows the hardened, uncaring, I could give a shit attitude that we get from D.C. on both sides of the aisle. Um, listen, you told me something on our and I and, I, you know, you and I normally I'm very short on the phone. Just, you know, I think you and I were on the phone for damn near an hour and a half or an hour and 20 minutes. And I was dead silent for a large portion of that. George didn't believe that anybody could keep me silent that long. There were long periods where I just didn't talk. I mean, I, could, uh, you, I got a mute button. I could do it, but I'd rather not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you told me, Tara, that uh, that the number of the 85,000 reported, being reported isn't even close to the number of missing children. And you also said that, um, that the way that these agencies are operating, even when they've been put on notice, they just act like they've never been put on notice. Can you give yeah. us a little more information on that? And then I want you to flip to Aaron and have him give me his input on how his supervisors reacted when he dropped the bomb on them about what he'd identified. 
Yeah, because if it hadn't been for Aaron, I wouldn't have seen or known to be looking for MS-13 and 18th Street Gang or the cartels. I would have never known. Well, that's so, why you guys Aaron, are double trouble. That's why we're double trouble. <laughs> but he, you know, the Marines crashed the door first and went public first and threw the flag and we saw it. So I'll be forever grateful. But yeah, but uh, so 85,000, that's what they show missing in FY21 and 22. They've not yet given the numbers for 23, but they lose on average 33%. They can never make contact with 33% once those children are released. And now that's their number. And that's the number that the New York Times, okay? So the New York Times posted 85,000. So in two years, 85,000 children gone. Now, where, where do 85,000 children disappear to into the United States? Clearly, child um, labor and child trafficking, prostitution. You know, uh, Lance, where's the 2,000 uh, children that are missing from the Maui? Fires. Yeah, nobody can seem to explain that. That's been swept under the rug. You saw that big child trafficking ring that, uh, you know, uh, they say they've busted a large portion of it in Ohio. I understand they have not. Um, you know, our government likes to act like they don't know what's going on. They like to act like that they're unaware. Aaron, you brought a bunch of stuff to your supervisors. Uh, it was obvious, I'm sure, with you being an intelligence uh officer like you were uh, i know how you guys are you love the details i've seen plenty of ops paperwork over the years with all sorts of extra material in there that i didn't know what the hell they were talking about but i am sure that what you brought to them was extremely detailed probably ocd even uh, tell me what happened when you took the information to them how did they react surely uh first by the way i want to expand on one thing that you guys just talked about and that was those calling the kids those 85,000 missing phone calls, basically, that's just a missing phone call where the kid, we know we can't be finding them. However, that doesn't mean that the calls that did go through were to the actual child itself. So first off, it's not like the case manager for that child is calling that child's sponsor. It goes to a call center where they just start making phone calls. If someone answers the phone, success. So it's not like a FaceTime call where they can verify it. It's not like, you know, oh yeah, that's the person. Can you verify some case information? It's just, you know, hello, good, done. So that number, that's what we say, it's grossly, grossly off. All right, so I come across this information. I tell my bosses, what happens next? Well, um, yeah, so this isn't really in the wheelhouse of USCIS. We don't work with unaccompanied alien ch children. That's not part of our, our mission. So it's kind of like, well, I'm you know, sorry. I mean, I don't know. It's a, I never heard of the program. Do, is, is that like the special juvenile immigrants? And it's like, no, no, it's a whole different program. It's, you know, HHS stuff. They're like, no, sorry, it's not us. That That's the response. It's just like, not my job. Okay. So I do reach out, though, to the rest of DHS. I hit up CBP and ICE. I'm trying to find more information on this thing, trying to find someone that might have some type of jurisdiction, and no. So now I start reaching out to the rest of the entities as part of the Transnational Organized Crime Working Group. Because, again, it's a whole-of-government approach to combat transnational organized crime. So DOJ, sorry, Department of Justice, the Terrorist Screening Center, Department of Labor, Department of Treasury, State Department, DHS, INA, which is Intelligence and Analysis. They're the actual intel community folks. No one's got any trace on this thing at all. No one has any clue on this thing at all. And so that's when I hit my, my boundary of like, okay, so the executive branch doesn't know what's going on. 
And that's when I was like, well, do I then go to, you know, OIG? Do I go get this to like, I don't know, whoever might take this thing? Or do I just give this to the media? It's like, well, I'm going to give this thing to the media because that's going to be the faster route. And if I go this route through this reporting process, all that's going to happen is in maybe six to eight months, they're going to write a report and say, like, this is what we found. And it's going to be exactly what I told them. Or tell the American public and throw a flag in the air. And so people like Tara is who I was hoping would see it. And thankfully, she did. And others, like shit, like Debbie, Myra, great, great people. And I would run through a wall for them. Like, these are awesome human beings because... They did the scary part, which is actually come forward with everything else. Um, so yeah, basically when I came with it, it's just government going like, you know, oh, okay, yeah, I don't know. So again, it's like, yeah, one more time, dude. MS-13 is sponsoring children and we know about it and we can do this. We can solve this problem very quickly. No one cares about it because it's not our job. It's not our lane. And that's your standard federal answer. Once again, uh, government being paid for a specific job, our employees allegedly, and I'm not talking about Tara or Aaron, they're going above and beyond, and they're actually doing what they're supposed to be doing, leadership not doing anything. We're going to take a commercial break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about the subcommittee, and we're going to talk about the layers of why you can't get to the truth. Tara told me some damning information. Don't go anywhere. Uh, you guys are going to want to hear this. Big Mick Mafia, we love you guys. George, take us to a break, brother. Be right back, y'all. Hey, they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. 99% of the web will be off limits. for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hi, Craig Sawyer here, founder of Veterans for Child Rescue, proudly announcing the launch of our new line of coffee, Rescue Roast. And it's all about rescuing the children from child trafficking. This is being offered strictly to fund our operations. So go to our website right now, v4cr.org. Order as much as you want on our shop page. We found a great roaster, chosen our three favorite flavors. And our light, medium, and dark roast, we're offering it right now in pre-ground form. 
figured that'd be the most practical. And if you run K-Cups, you can do like I do and use the reusable Ks that you can buy anywhere you buy coffee. So we're grateful for your continued support. We're excited about what this means as far as boosting the funding for our operations. And let's go save a lot more of the little ones in 2023. Thank you so much for your continued support. God bless. You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever. Welcome back to the Big Big Show. Here we host Lance Miliacho, yours truly, George Ballantine, and our special guests, Tara Rodas. Aaron Stevenson, the, what do we call you guys? The, the, double Trouble. I thought, that, wasn't that commercial, I think? Wrigley's or something? Double Trouble? Right? Yeah, that's an old, boy, yeah. you're going old school there. So, you're showing your age there, George. Be careful. What? My age. Intellect. <laughs> so, we got, look, we're talking about everything from human trafficking, child trafficking, to what they're doing that they just don't care about our children. So, I mean, they, what, they had a Washington, had a hearing. It was a subcommittee on, na on national security the Border and Foreign Affairs, that held a hearing titled Oversight of the Office of Refugee Resettlement Unaccompanied Alien Children Program. Unaccompanied. How many there are there, Lance? Well, I think the number that Tara gave me in unaccompanied minors, she thought, Tara, was the current number around 400,000 for this year? Is that right? I, I mean, we've crossed since 2021 the 400,000 barrier. Gotcha. Okay. And we know that about a third of them seem to just disappear the David Copperfield of the human trafficking world. Uh, so these subcommittees, they, the members, they, they discussed how unprecedented levels of illegal border crossings incentivized by the Biden administration uh, policies have overwhelmed the Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. And that's their Office of Refugee Settlement, which is, they call it abbreviated ORR. Uh, so this endangered the migrant children. We had a lot of investigation. The key takeaways are unprecedented. There were levels of illegal border crossings. And we're talking about the, the legal border crossings that came through. A lot of the gotaways aren't even in these numbers, guys. So you have to realize the gotaways increase these numbers as we've discussed many times on this show. This has all been incentivized by Biden administration policies and they overwhelmed the ORR. And here's an exact quote. Since President Biden has been in office, there have been over 4.8 million migrant encounters at the Southwest border, not including the roughly 1.3 million gotaways. And I know for fact that gotaway number stated here is a lot higher. 
uh, who evaded law enforcement completely and entered our country undetected. The unprecedented national security and humanitarian crisis has overwhelmed federal officials and endangered the well-being of unaccompanied and migrant children as a result. And that is Representative Jake Letourneau who actually made that statement. He's referring to 129,000 UAC to HSS compared to roughly 15,000 in fiscal year 2020. Now these numbers aren't the current numbers, guys. These are the numbers actually in this report. This is the discussion that was triggered by the 85,000 uh, you know, unaccounted for children. That's over a 24 month period, at least what was reported. Some of the numbers may be higher. We're gonna refer to Tara and Aaron on that. Uh, we've heard stories, uh, there's another quote, I've been to the border seven or eight times and heard the stories directly from people who are federal agents and others who have said it is very routine that a person was put with an older person and then they found out there was not even their family. So we're seeing unaccompanied minors being assigned to families, don't know if they're cartel members, don't know if they're just people that are being paid like mules to bring the children to the United States and then hand them over to these groups that have 20 to 100 children underneath their umbrella of labor and or prostitution. Uh, but the, the, the number is 37% of the children end up with their parents. That's a very low number when you consider it. They talked a lot about Trump. Trump didn't ha seem to have as much of an issue when he was there. Of course, they called it children in cages, a lot of different things. George, can you throw up Media 4 for us? That is, and this is titled, Director Marcos did not provide an answer to Representative Andy Biggs when asked why 85,000 unaccompanied children from the border have been reported missing in the past two years. Uh, I have a couple of these clips. I want you guys to see this, because again, we're, we're telling you what it is, but I want to bring you the facts and show you that our government does know about this, that what Tara told them, they were already aware of. She just proved it with 100% factual information, which we're gonna to provide to you. They sent it over to an email, George is uploading. You ready? George, throw up that media, please. I think you're Thank telling you us know. that you don't disagree with the 85,000 number of, of children that we, we lost contact with. I'm not saying you lost them, so we lost contact with them. We don't know where those kids are. Is that fair to say? We attempt to make a safety and well-being. I understand that, so let's get to the point here. Let's just answer the direct question. When you made the call, you didn't get a response. Your letter tells me that you usually make three calls. You got no response in any of those three calls in 85,000 kids. Is that right? Um, in 81% of the, the calls, we are. You lost 80, you didn't know, you didn't have contact with more than 85,000 kids. Is that fair to say? Is that fair? I mean, just yes or no. It, 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 we're not saying, oh, what's your percentage? 85,000 children that were placed by you, you made calls to check on them, and you made three calls on average. 85,000 of them, that's, that, you have no idea where they are. You don't want to answer the question, that's fine. We're gonna Hold on, I'm going to bring to you. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, there's one of the videos. We'll have these guys comment, but I want to show the second one first. Representative Scott Perry warned that ORR has weakened its safety protocols by removing vetting checkpoints, such as proof of address and background checks. So the reason this is important is if you ask me, they knew they had a problem. They got information from whistleblowers like very credible whistleblowers, I want to point out, like Aaron and Tara. And then some of the response is to remove some of the guidelines that protect these children. Now, 
That sounds idiotic. You know, that's like that's like removing your accounting at a bar when you find out you have liquor theft. Let's just stop accounting because we don't want to know about the liquor theft. We'll just remove that. So the liquor theft, we just it just happens and we don't know anything about it. To me, that is just idiotic. It shows the incompetency. And wait till you hear the dollar amount that was paid to independent contractors. Tara's going to give us that. George, throw up Media 5. I want him to hear this because this is just, you just want to just slap them for this kind of <laughs> stupidity. You can if you want. I've thought about it many times. All I right. have to hold myself back. You know, I'm drawn to the dark side. That happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask <laughs> you this then. On March 31st of 2021, so just a couple days later, ORR eliminated the background check requirement for immediate relatives other than a parent or legal guardian. Why would that be? How does that enhance the obligation to care? ORR's belief is that a child is best with their parents. Okay, awesome. I, I believe that too. Let me ask you this. How do you know that they're with their parent? How do you know? Are you, you're, are you familiar that the Department of Homeland Security under 8 U.S.C. 1365B shall create a biometric entry and exit data system, right? Even though they haven't and they haven't implemented anything like that, other than asking and other than public source information, how can you be sure it's their parent? Congressman, we go through a number of vetting procedures um, we ask sure you do. the child and the parent or the sponsor questions on the same day. We verify things with consulates. Okay, so what's the, what's the percentage of ch children that are uh, reunited with their parent? Provable. What's your percentage? And how do you prove that? We go through a number of um, steps. No, what's the percentage, ma'am? I know you go through a number of things. You're stalling. Just answer. Just tell me. Do you have an, Do you have a clue? So in this um, in this fiscal year, I believe thirty seven percent. Thirty seven percent end up with their parent. With their parent. Let me ask you this: Do you ever refer for charges for abandonment? Do you under Do you understand that abandonment in many states is a felony offense? And these children are coming to the border without their parent, which qualifies them as unaccompanied, right? That's the characterization. Are those charges ever referred for abandonment? Congressman ORR is not a law enforcement. I didn't say you were a law enforcement. I didn't ask you to enforce the law. Do you ever refer? Like if you found somebody doing a criminal act in your vetting process to one of these children... You're not a law enforcement agency. Would you refer charges in that case? We would refer to the and report to the appropriate. Okay, so how many have you referred or reported for abandonment? Our job. Is that zero? Because they're all coming to the border unaccompanied. And if they're unaccompanied, that means they don't have their parent, right? I Congress, mean, by definition. Our job by Congress is to provide for the care. God bless you. We want you to do the job. The question is, care. these kids, look, I'm not reading from stuff that I made up. We got ORR sent over 100 un uh, unaccompanied children to a single family house in Texas. I mean, if this vetting process is working, how does that happen? Whistleblowers from ORR knowingly transferred UAC to criminal and sex traffickers. If, you're, if this process is working, 
How is that happening? A Florida grand jury pointed out an incident where 24-year-old male was er erroneously vetted as a child by ORR and then proceeded to violently murder his sponsor. I'm sure you saw it in the news. If this process is working, how are these things occurring? And, and let's face it, these children are coming and they're unaccompanied because someone has abandoned them. Why don't we refer charges for abandonment? I'm not asking you to do the law enforcement work. But my goodness, if your job is to your obligation, statutory obligation is to care for those minors, my goodness, if you saw somebody beating up some little kid on the street, wouldn't you call the police? Of course I would. Thank you, ma'am. I yield the balance. You know, how, how come they can always advert, um, advert answering questions with that B, with BS? They, so many, they just allow people to get away with it. Either you know your job, you know the answers, or you don't. They should be held accountable for that. They should be fired or fined or something because we never get answers. It's just everything, every hearing is just a clown show. All they do is redirect. It's, it's the political maneuvering shell game. So... Tara and Aaron, I want you to comment on those videos, comment on some of the background. And then I want you to share, Tara, about the amount of that contract and also the information you gave me of how some information is only available to one group, which is just absolutely blew my mind. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I want the audience pay attention to what Tara and Aaron are going to tell you here because you're going to be appalled. And remember this, guys, you paid for all this. You're paying for these organizations uh, to not do their jobs, I guess, is the best way to say it. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I think I'll start with one thing she said that was true, and that <laughs> is that HHS is not a law enforcement organization. They do not have investigators. There are no law enforcement personnel helping to process the cases. Fortunately, we had Aaron, right? who saw some of the background, but there is no one at HHS who has any idea what the backgrounds of the sponsors are. They, they are receiving international documentation, okay? The case manager who is responsible for placing this child in 10 to 14 days, move the kids, move the kids, 10 to 14 days. They never see the sponsor. They're talking on the phone and getting documents by WhatsApp. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm sorry. I have to cut in here, by the way, yes, as well. Go ahead, so you, you'll notice that, what was that chick's name? Marcos Dunn? What was yes. her name? Yeah, whatever her name was. She says the point where it's like, you know, oh, well, we talked to both of them that day. They never do it in the same setting. So first off, they never actually put the two in the same room together. But then they also don't do it by a phone call or a FaceTime call. And the biggest thing is about WhatsApp. Up to five accounts, sorry, five devices can be logged into one account at one time. So let's say I've got my four laptops and my cell phone. I can be on my cell phone on WhatsApp and I've got four other friends, let's say helping me out with trafficking a child. And they could be helping out with the documents and with other parts of the story as well. So that's by policy. They said to use WhatsApp. Like this wasn't just, you know, like a bunch of desperate people trying to figure it out. They were guided to by the federal government, which we pay for, to utilize this process. So I just, I had to say that part real quick because it just, 
It's one of the parts where it's if you don't say it, you just start swearing. And there is no reason that anyone should trust WhatsApp. At the end of the day, a face-to-face -face call when you're looking at a human life and protecting a child would seem to be the obvious, right? You would As, seem to have screen captures of the person's identity. You would have verified their IDs. You would have verified, and you sure as hell wouldn't send a hundred children to one address, knowing that the that the possibility of somebody being responsible, forget being a parent, how the hell would anybody have the authority to be in charge of 100 children? I mean, orphanages don't have 100 children in them. So explain to me how that's possible or how you, you realize that it isn't intentional. And it's intentional deceit. They took the money to do a job and they're intentionally deceiving the public. And that goes for both sides of the aisle. Go ahead, Tara, they got me worked up here. So, or I say too much. Yeah, well, I, you know, just to work people up a little bit more, I think it's important that people understand you, you are paying for it. Your tax dollars are being used to traffic children. So just an example. So I was at the Pomona Fairplex emergency intake site. To rent the site to use for six months in L.A. County was $95 million just to rent the site for six months. Then the contract that was let by Andrew Lorenzen Strait, who bragged on undercover camera that uh, he got the contract the Washington way, was for $700 million for those six months. So we're talking about paying a contractor to process children over $100 million a month. Now, that does not include the transportation that went to a company, if you've heard of the whistleblower, Carlos Ariano, Mike Victor Mike, MVM, was the transportation company. So they transported the children to us, and then they just took the kids from us and distributed them all over the United States under the cover of darkness, you know, showing up at like two in the morning, three in the morning, and mm. reporters all over were trying to figure out what are these planes, what are these charter planes, what's happening? And they were putting them on regular planes as well as commercial um, and charter planes. So they were distributing these children all over the country, earning hundreds of millions of dollars. So everybody's profiting off of the lives of the children. So children are lured from home country, the smugglers and the trap, you know, to the U.S. border. They're all making money. They make money off of the children. Then the contractors are making money. The non-governmental organizations making money. Then we're paying to give the trafficker, the MS-13 member, the 18th Street gang member, we're paying to ship them their product. That's how they view children. They view them as income-earning assets, and they will get their money, and we're facilitating it. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to, to Aaron. Aaron, I'm going to have you hold your thought because I know George will be chomping at the break here telling me we've got to take a break. So, George, let's take that break now. When we come back, do not go anywhere. Aaron is going to jump on where Tara left off. We're going to expose some more, and then we're going to do, we're going to take it a step further. Thanksgiving is here. We're going to give you guys a role of action. We want the listeners and subscribers to take action. So we're going to come up with something positive. I know this is a lot of negativity. George, take us to that break, bro. You got it. Boop. Decide what side you're going to 
couple thousand sites. 99% of the web will be off limits. for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hi, Craig Sawyer here, founder of Veterans for Child Rescue, proudly announcing the launch of our new line of coffee, Rescue Roast. And it's all about rescuing the children from child trafficking. This is being offered strictly to fund our operations. So go to our website right now, v4cr.org. Order as much as you want on our shop page. We found a Great roaster, chosen our three favorite flavors. And our light, medium, and dark roast, we're offering it right now in pre-ground form. Figured that'd be the most practical. And if you run K-Cups, you can do like I do and use the reusable K's that you can buy anywhere you buy coffee. So we're grateful for your continued support. We're excited about what this means as far as boosting the funding for our operations. And let's go save a lot more of the little ones in 2023. Thank you so much for your continued support. God bless. big tech and hardened criminals too today everyone is being tracked then profiled analyzed and your information used against you sold to the highest bidder or just outright stolen even worse the coming ai state artificial intelligence is now watching you like never before without privacy you have no freedom every patriot Every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until 
Big Brother and Big Tech, changes for the better and forever. Welcome back to the Big Mix Show with your host, Lance Miliacho, co-host George Valentino, and our special guests, Tara Rodas and Aaron Stevenson, the double trouble. Now you got quadruple trouble because we like to get in trouble too. So we do a pretty good job of it, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, before we get going, Lance, I actually wanted to bring something up about, because this is a um, story that not too many people are talking about it. I'm going to pull them up. This gentleman right here is Biden's Pentagon senior official, Stephen Francis Havinick, who who is overseeing the department managing elementary schools. He has been arrested for human trafficking sting in Georgia. Here's a guy that's overseeing the Department of Elementary Schools being arrested for trafficking, human trafficking sting in Georgia. Hmm. So you nice. have to think, this is a Pentagon, this is a real senior official. You have to look at what information he's providing, allegedly provide, I'm going to say, for for traffickers to come and take kids or what, whatever information. We don't know. Nobody knows that yet. But if anybody says I, they, they deny that, oh, it's not happening, here's just more proof of what they're doing. And then like Tara was saying, like the advantage of why they do this, I mean, it's just, I think they should just um, eliminate all these people with extreme prejudice. It's a, it's a fight of good versus evil, that's for sure, George. Yeah. Eliminating extreme prejudice use. So, <sighs> makes me mad. George, they sent over some images they I think did. we should cover. Yeah, I think that's some really interesting, and I think that's an interesting story you just pulled up. The trafficking is real. The missing children is real. This isn't some conspiracy theory created narrative. You've got two people here telling you. They've sent us over some inside intel. I want to put that up. Aaron, you uh, want me to put yours up first, or you want me to go right to Tara's? No, put Aaron's up first. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's how the story tells. There you go. So that's a screenshot from May 2021. It's unclassified. That's what the U stands for. Uh, I think the part I'm actually going to be sourcing here is, yep, it's U slash slash LES, law enforcement sensitive. So this is, again, this is old. This is May 2021. This is when there was no crisis at the border, according to the Biden administration. And this is CBP knowing straight up that Honduran officials and the actual Honduran government were altering birth certificates to lower the age of migrants so that the way they could qualify as a minor so they can go through programs like the unaccompanied child program. So classified. This is not something that like no one can know. This is the HHS can receive this information. Problem is that they don't, and they don't on purpose. In the same way that all those notifications about MS-13 sponsoring kids, those never got sent to HHS. That this is like part of the whole problem is people know about it, but they don't do anything about it, which is kind of ironic for the time we live in. The information's out there, it's totally known about. The government, though, just doesn't care. The actual executive arm of the government, the executive branch, they have many mechanisms to trade information, to move information, to inform people. This is not a hard thing to do in the information age. They just don't do it. So the, it's important to know that because the document fraud alone is insane. The fact of how they were doing all the, the verification of identities, which is a joke because they never did, they could allow you know IDs up to two years old that were expired uh, to be used. They could use foreign voter ID cards, things like this. And the whistleblowers like Meyer and Debbie, they can hammer at this thing hard. Um, it's it's just part of the understanding though of just how bad this thing really is. This is why our big take on it is end the program. 
They have the information. Uh, Senator Wyden just outed a program called Hemisphere that I knew about before, which is a surveillance system that they're using that they can use on any individual's cell phone data. Uh, it's incredible. They try to use charter to justify why, whose material this is, why they can't see it, but yet when they need to co-mingle it, when they need to violate, when the FBI wants to look at international information or the CIA wants to look at domestic information, they just get into a joint task force situation and then all of a sudden the material just seems to be co-mingled and nobody knows whose intelligence content and Aaron knows what I'm talking about. Oh, whose data is this? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to look at it. At the end of the day, they're swapping that data back and forth. Tara, uh, George, let's throw up that media of hers and explain what this is specifically. And then I want you to go ahead and talk about how some people don't have access to data, like the OIG being told, oh, well, we can't give you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is actually Aaron's disclosure. So Aaron, so here's the thing that's very interesting. How is it that we have an entire intelligence apparatus and yet it takes one DHS whistleblower and one HHS whistleblower to identify a new and emerging threat, which is that members of the talk, right, the Transnational Organized Crime Watch List, members on the talk are getting kids. How is it that with an entire intelligence apparatus, with CIA, with FBI, with everybody running around here, how is it? that Aaron is the one who identifies this new and emerging threat. He has the courage to throw the flag. I mean, he's the Marine, right? So I see this and it's evidence to me that, oh my goodness, we're giving kids to gang members. So we just circulated around the site two weeks, found the first person. Now, for any of your listeners who have seen Sound of Freedom, what I'm about to tell you is going to tingle your spine because the MS-13 actor that we found sponsoring two children, one from our site in Pomona, one from the Fort Bliss emergency intake site from Texas, she was female. She worked at a hotel. She, the smuggler that she worked with, brought over a group of 22 children, to which the female who was at Fort Bliss said yes, my friends, they were being dispersed all around the country. Now, she did give me their first names, and so I was able to put that in a report, but they did not like that I reported that MS-13 was getting kids. So <laughs> it only took them 10 days after me reporting that case to take me off the case and then threaten me with investigation, tell me I couldn't give any more information to law enforcement, uh, out me to the entire site and federal employees that I'd been to the OIG. Uh, and then they walked me off my off the site under threat of investigation and took my badge. So I just have to say, you know, I I thank I thank God for Aaron Stevenson that he had the courage to crash the door and go to the media and say, hey, wait a minute, we have a new and emerging threat. Somebody needs to do something that he threw the flag and we were able to see it. And that other courageous people on the site were willing, because you know we're circulating this around to everybody mm. and we didn't want people to think we were crazy either, right? But then as soon as they started hearing the gang stuff, they were like, uh-oh, we, we need to look into this. So um, if I hadn't seen this with my own eyes, I couldn't believe it, seriously. 
I could not believe. Because remember, I, my husband's from El Salvador. I know what these gangs do. Okay, yeah. these people are not to be messed with. Yeah. And giving them children. Okay, so initiation into the gang, just initiation into the gang. If you're female, you just go look that up. I'm not going to say it. But if, if this is the things they do to the people who are in the gang, what they do to the kids who they get to sex traffic, it's just it's sad unspeakable horrors that the children are facing it's sad and it's appalling that our u.s government and i'm going to ask you this do you believe that they are the largest child trafficking ring operating in the united states currently absolutely on the globe i don't yeah. think there's any that's more well funded because if we think big picture hhs is a 2.9 trillion that's with a t trillion dollar agency Okay, they've got lots of funds. This program is a multi-billion dollar program. Remember, it was almost a billion dollars in six months at one site, one site, and they had like 15 operational. They're spending billions of dollars. They're fueling. So you've got government gangsters, you have corrupt contractors, you have negligent NGOs, and they're making money, they're making money. And right now, MVM is flying kids around the country, delivering them to sponsors in baggage claim right now, today, at this moment. Yeah, and as far as merging, I want to add this piece really quickly, too. Um, again, this first came out in February 2021. That was the first encounter of this thing. Within, you know, what was it, nine months, there was 12 total encounters. But this wasn't just one gang, and this wasn't one click of one gang. This came from MS-13, 18th Street Gang, and even a Balkan organized crime group. So these aliens, as part of these gangs, came from Romania, El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala, and I think it's maybe more from Mexico, but still, that shows a network. Now, they're not operating together. This is not a single like type of one type of enterprise moving together, but they all know about this thing, and they're all utilizing it. This makes, it's not just doesn't make sense. There's an information gap and intelligence gap there. So the fact that when this comes out, then they don't do anything about it. That shows you the true intent of why they're happening with this thing. Another important thing about this is I'm not the first whistleblower about this. This started back in 2013. There was a Senate report in 2014. Is it Mike Piccolo in 2015? He was a whistleblower that came out in 2016. Jason Piccolo. Jason Piccolo. So sorry, Jason Piccolo was a whistleblower in 2015. In 2016, there was a, a Senate hearing talking about this exact thing, child trafficking in the HHS program. And then me in 2022 or 2021, Tara in 2022, Tara's on in Congress in 2023, and yet they're still funding the program, the program still exists, and we're still at that same process. So I want to make sure that that's known. Well, you know, it, I'm at a loss for words on some of it. I'm disgusted. Uh, we're talking about so much criminality and so much intentional deceit. Uh, and, and, and let's face it, all they want to do is cover it up. 213 to now uh, with report after report after report and some of their solutions were to re remove some of the restrictions. They know what's going on. They don't want to stop taking the money, whether it's the contractors for 700 million, whether it's the hundreds of million on the transport, whether it's the people. I mean, HHS, two point, what did you say? $2.7 trillion budget? 2.9, yeah. I mean, 
with a T. Yeah. It's incredible that that department could be so incompetent. And that is evermore the reason why our border needs to be closed immediately and permanently. Uh, that We have to choke hold. We have to stop the flow of money. Uh, listen, if you guys, the listeners, don't realize the importance of this, we're going to transition here because we obviously want to do something positive. We want to come away with this with something we can do to help. But you guys have to call your political representatives in Washington, D.C. And I know they're not our representatives. I know they're just installed puppets, but you've got to call and start screaming and yelling at them. This is a problem. And the potential for this, the amount of money that these organizations are making them is making them more and more powerful. They're buying weapons from Afghanistan. They're buying weapons from South Africa. They're getting more and more sophisticated. These transnational gangs are well-equipped, well-funded, and we're allowing them to become extremely profitable. I mean, there is no doubt that Joe Biden is employee of the year for the cartels for the last three years. There's no doubt about it. So let's talk about Defend the Children, you guys. I, I want to I make sure we get, we're right around the corner from Thanksgiving. How do we, and I understand the URL is Truth Trench dot org defend the children i want you to talk about it for a minute then i'm gonna have george put up the link so you can show people how they get involved and how they make a difference yeah so i'll do a quick intro and flip it right over to aaron Um, i know that this is a this is a heavy subject i i understand that this has been a terrible burden to bear you know for over two years talking about this i never thought it would take this long you know but we can make a difference and your voice can make a difference. And what Aaron is gonna share with you right now about how to make your comments known and how we can stop some of the legislation that HHS, and it's not even legislation, it's rulemaking, that they are attempting to do brazenly as they're already trafficking kids, they wanna make it easier. And so your voice making these comments that Aaron is gonna walk you through how to do is so important. You can make a difference. So don't leave here like, oh my goodness, you know, they're trafficking kids. Uh, And there's nothing you can do because there is something. So Aaron, take it away. Yeah, and I'm gonna do one actually while we do this thing right now. So uh, again, truthtrench.org slash defend the children. So there's this thing called administrative law and that's where the executive branch has legislative authority. So you can call Congress, by the way, I'm not saying don't do that. Until December 5th, before you call them, make comments on what we're about to tell you right now. So again, truthtrench.org slash defend the children. Administrative law is where they circumvent Congress. It doesn't go to committee, doesn't go to the floor. No one debates about it. These executive agencies just make their own rules. They're called rule changes. And by doing so, this becomes law. Well, there's a 60-day comment period in between, like, the beginning and end of this process. And right now, we have about 12 days and, I don't know, five hours left when it comes to the actual public comment part. So the... um, the rule change they proposed, 2023-21168 in the Federal Register, um, if you were to go there, it's a 296-page document of rule changes they want to make. In brevity, they're going to codify uh, all those things we talked about today, all these policies and all these procedures of all these things that they can't answer for, they're going to make that law. So now, if you want to go ahead and change law, you get federal judges in Hawaii that say you can't do that, and they slow you down, they block you for three and a half years, blah, blah, blah. So to fight back against that whole process, we're asking people to go to this website, truthtrench.org slash defend the children. When you're there, you're going to see a thing that says something about, you know, fighting child trafficking. You can watch the video, you can skip it, whatever. 
there are 94 comments that we have written up, which is pretty easy to do. All you do is just click on comment one, takes you to comment one. There's a little red URL, which you can click, that opens to a new page. So with each section, there is a comment written up saying what to do and how to do it. Hit the copy button, just like so. Click that red URL, takes you to the Federal Register. This is where it gets fun. In the comment box, you click paste, like I am doing right now. And unless you want to identify yourself, just scroll down to the part which says anonymous, click anonymous, do the I'm not a robot recapture, what's mine today, a bicycle, click all the bicycle boxes, you verify yourself, <laughs> you verify yourself, you submit a comment, congratulations, you've just done one, there's 93 left for you to do. If you do this, you are helping out actually fight back the system. Yes. Again, do you want to call Congress, go for it? I'm not sure what they're going to do for you. I'm not saying don't partake in the process, but this is something you can actually do. Right George, now, throw up the URL, Aaron. I want George to put it on bigger screen and just yeah. kind of scroll through it. George, let him see real fast what we were talking about there. It was a little difficult to see on the phone for our... Of course. Uh, and obviously, we always love when our uh, viewers and subscribers can get involved Tell and about help. This, right? Right here? Yeah, yep. and it's a no cost. Yeah. All right, where so you want to go? The website. And just scroll down, George. You'll see this comment section. It starts to come up down below. You'll see that all the comments, and it just says copy. And, right there. and there's 90, okay. how many comments, Aaron, are there? 96? There are 94 comments you can make. 94. And you can, you, can, you can do the list five times in a row if you want to. There's no limit. All right. However, what's important, though, for us to understand is, so yeah, click the copy button. Really click on the right. It's a little gray box. Copied. Click that. Go to the uh, red hyperlink there, the HTTPS colon slash this slash. One? Yep. Yep. Open that into a new page. Ooh. Hi, you're now at regulations.gov. You see the comment section? Start typing comments. Just paste it inside there. You are good to go. Scroll down and make sure you click anonymous. I would not recommend doing the whole everything else. Hit anonymous, scroll down one more time. There's your, I'm not a robot. Yeah, let's see you pass this thing, Mr. Robot. So what George, you do don't fail, don't fail, George. You're on, you're on, you're on set. Pressure. <laughs> pressure. I mean, Under pressure. <laughs> I mean, this is the lights, right? There you go. There you go. Verify, submit comment. Hi, you've now submitted successfully. If you scroll down one more time, by the way, it gives you a unique code for Here? that comment as well. Yep, so there's your comment tracking number. I've taken all mine and posted it inside my own little like spreadsheets. So that way I can track mine later. If we have to do FOIs, we can. Here's why this is actually very, very important. So number one, if we flood this thing with enough comments, there's one of two outcomes. Number one, maybe they actually just don't go through with this thing. We've seen rule changes just kind of stop in their tracks because 50,000 comments were made. Right now, we're close to 13,000. So if we can just get to that number at a minimum, maybe we can stop it. Let's say, though, government's going to go government, and they're going to go, screw the people, we don't care. They have to respond to all these comments. So the more sugar we pour in the gas tank, the more it's going to seize the engine, hopefully long enough to maybe sometime in January 2025, when somebody else comes in, they can cut the rule change off, they can stop the process, and we can stop paying ourselves for child trafficking. So I promise you this is worth it. Um, at a certain point in time, by the way, this is important too. They've got a very low grade algorithm sector and they're going to say that you're spamming them within about six, seven comments. So Me? if you have a v if you have a VPN selector, change your location every like five comments. If you don't, it's going to say, you know, like, oh, there's a problem. 
just wait 30 minutes, wait a couple hours, or just leave as many as you can that day. No one cares. And, and this isn't just about making a comment, guys. You got to connect it. And George, take us back to the images. It, it, you got to connect it to what you're, yeah, to, no, take it back to us. You've got to connect it to the importance of what you're trying to do. Forget trying to stop some policy decisions in D.C. or laws. You're trying to help kids. You don't want them to be trafficked. You don't want this to continue because it's easy enough just to talk about, oh, it's child trafficking. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's just some foreign kids. Think about what's happening. You guys are with your families this week. You're, you're getting ready to spend time through the holidays, through this weekend, a long weekend, and, and you're getting to enjoy their company with your mothers, your fathers, your grandmothers, your grandparents, your grandchildren. These kids aren't. It's very, it's very likely that they are being sex trafficked, they are being abused, they are being put into forced labor, uh, they're living in horrendous conditions, probably not being fed well, not being clothed well, not being treated well. You have to think about that. I know you want to be in denial and nobody wants to wrap their head around the darkness that's attached to this, but by just doing these 96 comments, and even if they kick you out after six, what could it take you? Three, three, you know, three days worth of going in there uh, 10 times a day. I mean, that's what it's going to take. 10 times you pop in there for 15 minutes. My point is it's a very minimal thing to do. It doesn't cost you anything to do. And you could be doing some real good. We're going to put this information. George will create a post. We can put it in the chat for you guys. We're also going to create a post. We'll put it up on the platforms. We'll put the link. Um, so let me close out with this. You guys can make a difference, and it's so important to Tara and Aaron, I want you to tell people where they can find you. Obviously, one of the best ways to support to keep pushing their story is to go and see Police State, buy the DVD, and then what's – so tell them where they can find you guys on social media. I don't know if you guys have any websites additionally, and what can they do to help you guys further your message? Go ahead, and then uh, remember, guys – the holiday is for your family, but this is for people you, you don't know, but they really need your help. So go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Tara, well, I'm, I'm at Tara Lee Rodas at Twitter. So that's about the only place I post. So, um, you know, I, I, you can find me there. And the one thing that you can do is go to truthtrench.org slash defend the children and put in some comments because these children need your help. If we don't stop this, this rule is even going to prevent the case manager from asking, oh, Mr. Sponsor, how many kids have you sponsored in the past? This is one example of what these rule changes are. It's going to make it so much easier to traffic the children. So the kids need your help. And I just really ask that you would, you know, if you're a person of faith, please pray for them. Uh, when you're sitting with your family tomorrow, pray for these children, pray for them tonight. They need help. They are in crisis. If we don't come for them, nobody will. So thank you. And, and thank you, Lance and George. I really appreciate you. And of course, love my brother, Aaron. Devil trouble. <laughs> and uh, so for me, I'm just going to appeal really quickly to the Christians, uh, especially those radical Christians out there that believe in the, you know, the word of Christ. Uh, he commanded us, render to God, or render to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give back to God what is God's. We all sit there and say, you know, God's children are not for sale. You're right. Th these kids do not belong to Caesar. They don't belong to the government. You are very much needed in this entire thing. So I'm on Twitter at call.dhs, underscores between the words. Um, you'll see me sharing and liking all of terrorist tweets anyways, as well as these guys. So um, I just, yeah, as far as talking with it, uh, you can try to educate the left. You're going to hit a lot of roadblocks. 
I recommend talking to people in the middle and talking to people that are on your side that just don't know about it. They're going to be active. Uh, we have found the age demographic around like 60 to 75 has been the most active. So God bless you all that have been helping and making comments. You have no idea how much um, this helps out for the actual kids. Like this is the whole thing. You know what I mean? Um, this life's a vessel and judgment awaits us. So I guys, thank you so much for hosting us. It's powerful. It's great. We've got it. We've got a chance to do some good here. George, uh, any, any, any comments? Um, no, I want to thank both of you guys for what you're doing. Um, very brave and very honorable you know, a lot of people can take direction from you guys and, and learn from what you guys are doing because too many people are definitely don't want to say anything. And that's the problem that's going on in this country. This is why we're part of the reason why we're, we're, where we're at. So I commend you I hope God keeps you guys safe and healthy. I want to say happy Thanksgiving to you and your families, but I got to Lance. I was going to say this in the beginning, but I got to say happy birthday to my mom. Today's her birthday. So happy birthday, Ma. If you're not listening or watching, well, she's probably listening to the other room over there, but. <laughs> so happy birthday to her. Yeah. That's right. Uh, listen, we want to thank our sponsors, seaofmud.com, Patriotic Apparel, and so much more. Uh, get one of those coffee cups, Trader Joe's, especially for your liberal family members. Old Glory American Pilsner. We appreciate you guys. Your sponsorship is what makes our show possible. If you're going over to Mike Lindell at MyPillow, don't forget to use the Big MIG promo code for best pricing up to 85% off. Lots of Black Friday deals at Sea of Mud and uh, Mike Lindell, uh, MyPillow. So get over there and do it. Get those deals. In the meantime, you guys, man, Without whistleblowers, we'd sure be in a much bigger shitstorm than we are. It's tough enough as it is, but you guys bring the truth. You are the tip of the spear, and you guys really do believe in telling people what they don't want to hear. I know you guys have probably been under attack since the police state. Just know, obviously, put on your defense. God's there to defend you, especially with what you guys are doing. You're ever more important in our fight. So I want to thank the Big MIG subscribers, the Big MIG Mafia. We appreciate you guys. Aaron and Terry, you know we're going to put you in our intro. Uh, now you're part of the intro for the Big MIG, well, and you're uh, part of the family. Tell Any them. of the stories you keep guys going, we're going to get you, and we're going to get you hooked up with Craig Sawman Sawyer. I promise to make that connection. Yeah, George loves to tell people of the Big MIG Mafia is what our subscribers and listeners self uh self-elected themselves because of george's amount of vowels and my vowels in our name and our italian upbringing so now you guys can't leave you are you know you're a friend of ours ah, so, uh, they're officially yeah. big big mafia too you got to put that in there that's it the big big mafia <laughs> so listen don't forget you guys if you like the content share subscribe comment we need the paid subscriptions we need the regular subscriptions you can always find us streaming live on x you know our home is on rumble whatever you can do if you can subscribe if you can tip anything you can afford to do monthly or otherwise is always greatly appreciated we use that money to run the show and improve the quality of the show we're also on locals we got a nice $50 tip there the other day, and we appreciate those. We we always obviously stock that up. George and I have got our eyes on some new AI programs to make the show ever more interesting. Uh, it's a big plan. We've got a big, big rollout we're going to be doing in another week or two, and we've got a regional radio show we're in the talks with. Obviously, you guys always know already know about our national syndicated show on Liberty Roundtable Live. Uh, listen, grow with us. 
share us. Find these guys on social media and follow them. They're going to be putting up lots of additional information. Go watch Police State. Have a great Thanksgiving with your family members. We love you guys. Uh, take us out, George, man. Uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to all the Big Big Mafia and actually everybody out there, to you and your families. Um, have a blessed day tomorrow. Enjoy it with the family. Um, we'll see you Friday. But, uh, Lance, we forgot the last few shows. Please make sure you follow my personal assistant, uh, Rich Esparza. Oh, Sparza. yeah, Rich Esparza. Rich Esparza on True Social and Getter. He's feeling some type of way, Lance. He's grinding away. You know, it's my fault. I sometimes forget to do that, although I haven't tagged well, I got to hear it. <laughs> in all the posts except that. Rich, I'm sorry. We love you, bro. Don't worry about it. And we Siberian Kitten and CSM Master, don't forget to find us on their show Sunday in the meow. Well, we'll be on Friday, so we'll, we'll announce it again on Friday. Yeah, we'll so. announce it again, but Siberian Kitten has a new podcast, and we're one of the first guests to come on. We appreciate them. They're part of the family. Rat Dog, we appreciate all your comments also and all the support all right. in the chat. Have a blessed weekend, you guys. Peace out. God bless you all. No, no, no. They're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. 99% of the web will be off limits. for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hi, Craig Sawyer here, founder of Veterans for Child Rescue, proudly announcing the launch of our new line of coffee, Rescue Roast. And it's all about rescuing the children from child trafficking. This is being offered strictly to fund our operations. So go to our website right now, v4cr.org. Order as much as you want on our shop page. We found a Great roaster, chosen our three favorite flavors. And our light, medium, and dark roast, we're offering it right now in pre-ground form. Figured that'd be the most practical. And if you run K-Cups, you can do like I do and use the reusable K's that you can buy anywhere you buy coffee. So we're grateful for your continued support. We're excited about what this means as far as boosting the funding for our operations. And let's go save a lot more of the little ones in 2023. Thank you so much for your continued support. God bless.
You are in danger. They are watching you. Big Brother, Big Tech, and hardened criminals, too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever.